Wistia, the video hosting company, they just screwed up. And I think they're about to lose me as a customer. And my understanding is I'm not the only one. They early on established a value-based pricing strategy that I didn't love, but you know, I chose them because they were uh, the best imperfect option. And I've mostly been happy with them, although what I pay for versus what I get has been bugging me a little bit recently. And then, well, I got an email. I got an email that their pricing strategy is changing. And if you're a Wistia customer, maybe you got a very similar email uh, as I did. And uh, they're about to lose me. And that's what I wanna talk about today. And importantly, like what we can learn about this for value-based pricing strategies, especially, especially if you have a SaaS, a software as a service like Wistia is. So um, going into more details, I've spent about $2,100 plus with Wistia last year. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not their biggest customer, but it's, it's also not the smallest amount of money either. And mostly, mostly I'm just completely hands off as a customer. Um, the way that I've spent about $2,100 uh, with them is because their pricing model is that you pay $99 a month plus an extra 25 cents per video over, uh, over 10 videos. And so if you have 10 videos, you're paying $99 a month. If you have 11 videos, you're paying $99.25. I have close to 350 videos based on the 200 hours of content that I have at BTMS Insiders, based on the dozens of courses that I have, and I'm adding new videos every month. Oh, and by the way, there are bandwidth overages too. So um, if more people use your videos, if more people watch your videos, you pay more for that as well. And the email that I got from them is that they're canceling my plan, a legacy plan. They're not letting anybody sign up for it anymore. And they're raising prices. Um, and the default plan that I would switch to is the same $99 a month, but then the price of every video over 50 quadruples. So I'm, I'm paying $99 a month and I get up to 50 videos but then it's a dollar per video for every video over 50. Remembering that I have 350 videos and I'm uploading a few every month. Um, plus there is going to continue to be bandwidth overages. Um, and so this is a significant change to the price of the service. And um, they did price justify, right? They did price justify. And I'm, I'm gonna talk about that in a second. But I will say that I was already starting to hate what they chose as their value-based pricing strategy. Per video for me did not make a ton of sense. Um, their cost doesn't necessarily go up per video. Um, yes, it, it does as you store more stuff, their cost does increase, right? But per video doesn't necessarily make sense to me because if I host 10 videos, versus I host one video that has the same content of those 10 videos, the storage is almost identical, right? The amount of storage that I use. And, um, you know, the bandwidth doesn't change. So 
per video, why should I pay 10 times as much to split the to split a course, for example, um, into 10 six minute videos versus one video that is 60 minutes, right? Um, and adding courses, yeah. So there, there is, there's a little bit of value to me in being able to split up a course, right? Being able to split it up one video versus 10 videos um, so that I'm not like forcing you to watch four hours straight or something to, to get through a single course, right? And there's value to me to be able to add different courses to the BTMS Insiders library, but at least what I've been trying to build, like this gets really expensive really quickly and it does not necessarily correlate to the value that I as a Westia customer am getting out of it. Um, and in fact, I would say that in some ways this video-based pricing strategy has, um, has, has frustrated me because even though it's, it's only been a quarter a month, like I am more prone to say, well, what if I just record this as an hour long video instead of splitting it up in a way that's maybe easier to consume in chunks for people, right? Um, so I wasn't loving the, the value-based pricing strategy already. I was already thinking, ah, I wonder if there's an alternative. I was not motivated to cancel. I was not motivated to cancel. And then I got an email. <laughs> I got an email yesterday and it said, yeah, uh, by the way, your, your legacy plan is going away. You're going to be forced to upgrade to a plan. Let us know if you like, and we'll talk to you about your options. And I said, <laughs> I, I said, okay, let me know what the options are, right? So initially they justified it in that first email that, hey, we've been adding new features and this will give you access to the new features. Okay, great. Um, I haven't really been asking for the new features. I use a transcription software to transcribe my content and put it into captions. And I use captions and I use thumbnails, which have been available for videos from the beginning. And I use their embedded player and I use the occasional new feature that they that they have added um, uh, but really like they keep adding things and they're not necessarily things that I'm asking for and they don't necessarily increase the 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 value that I'm getting significantly right um, but initially that's what they said is that the price increase was because of all the investments that they've made in adding features to their video platform. And then the email that actually explained to me what I would be paying, um, it, it said it said that they've they're justifying this price increase by saying we've made significant investments into our product over the years and we feel the need to charge for that value. Okay. Your perception of value and my perception of value are not always the same, right? Um, you believe that that is providing value and maybe it does to certain customers, but for me in particular, yeah, it doesn't, um, it doesn't justify the additional cost. And then they say our hosting costs have gone up over time. So it doesn't, uh, make sense for us to have customers on old pricing any longer. Well, hosting costs go up because of, um, because of bandwidth and storage, um, they don't go up because you uploaded an additional file, okay? Um, I know that, I know that. I know what hosting costs are based on. They're based on bandwidth and storage. So I'm looking at this and I'm saying, 
I need to look for alternatives. And I searched for Wistia alternatives and I searched for migrating from Wistia. Um, and, you know, I'll tell you what I found in just a second, but I will admit, maybe I'm just living up to my nickname here. Now, sometimes I spend a lot of money on things that I expect to be valuable. Uh, but I also got a nickname at my first marketing job of Cheap Bastard because I'm always looking for the way to spend a little bit less. Um, I'm looking for a way to contain my costs and make sure that I have that extra money to spend on things that I find valuable, right? And so if something provides the same or equivalent value to me but is going to cost less, well, then I'm going to choose that thing that provides the same or equivalent value to me that's going to cost less over the thing that's going to cost more, right? Um, and it's not that I'm not willing to pay for value. I am willing to pay for value. But what I'll say, again, going back to this whole idea of value-based pricing strategies, is that charging more per video does not reflect the value that I get from Wistia. Charging more per video doesn't reflect the value that I get from Wistia. And so as a, as a business owner, as a marketer, if you're thinking about your value-based pricing strategies, you need to be careful that when you come up with a value-based pricing strategy, that it reflects the customer's value, not your value, not your perceived value, not what you are um, using as a metric to just get people to spend more money with you. Not that it's bad to get people to spend more money with you, but you want them to be ecstatic about spending more money with you, right? And in video hosting, adding up, you know, uh, uploading an additional video does not necessarily reflect that value. So, um, you know, contemplating, looking at options, what I believe is a better value-based pricing strategy for video hosting. Uh, well, it came out of looking at alternatives. And I will admit here um, that I signed up for an affiliate program um, based on the option that I think that I'm choosing. And if you click the link or you type in breakthroughmarketingsecrets.com slash spotlighter, and that's um, S-P-O-T, L-I-G-H-T-R, there's no E at the end, right? Uh, Spotlighter. If you use that link, I do get an affiliate commission if you end up buying. Um, that said, like always, if I'm referring to a software, it's because I find it valuable, right? And I find it worth talking about. And I never, I never like presented a Wistia affiliate program because I didn't feel like I was that excited about it, even though it got the job done. And I've been a customer, well, since 2000, I don't know, 17 or so. Um, so uh, I found Spotlighter. And one of the reasons I found them is because they make migration from Wistia easy. They had a tutorial up on their site that's like, here's how you migrate from Wistia. And it is very easy. Um, and then I, you know, the little chat window popped up and I ended up in a conversation with the founder of the company. And he said a lot of people are suddenly migrating off Wistia, probably because, well, they screwed up, right? They screwed up and customers are leaving them because they made this pricing mistake. 
And this is going to be hard to recover from because if people find a different solution that they're happy with, I mean, I've been a customer for five years. Usually you don't want to migrate your video hosting platform, especially if you have hundreds of videos. It has to justify it. But I don't want to be a customer uh, with Wistia for the next five years. And so like making this decision now and making this decision quickly because they gave me an impetus to make this decision quickly. Well, uh, yeah, right. So I'm I'm looking at Spotlighter. I'm choosing Spotlighter. And if you want to check them out, there's a link in the description or you can go to BreakthroughMarketingSecrets.com slash Spotlighter, which is S-P-O-T-L-I-G-H-T-R, and you can check them out yourself. But what I found and why I like them is not necessarily because I'm spending less, although I will likely spend less with them for now, um, but because their value-based pricing makes more sense to me. Their value-based pricing is based on storage and bandwidth primarily. There are additional features that you get for upgrading to the higher level um, memberships or, or services. Those features also come with additional storage and bandwidth that justify it uh, or that help justify that price. And basically, once you get up to a certain level, um, which is um, actually still cheaper than the, the Wistia, um, uh, service that, that I'm paying for, your additional pricing only comes from the use of additional storage and bandwidth. So um, when I think of video hosting, if I'm uploading more video hours, right, I, it's worth paying for, right? And, and that's going to require more storage. And that's going to be based on actual course length for a course creator, right? So create more courses, upload more hours of content, and you're going to pay a little bit more. Okay, I understand that. Or more bandwidth. That means that more videos are being used, that more videos are being watched. So as a marketer or as a course creator, that means I have more prospects and customers watching my stuff, right? And again, that is also, that is also going to reflect that I'm getting more value from this. If I'm finding ways to get more prospects and customers watching my videos, well, okay, <clears throat> that's awesome, right? And that's worth paying for because presumably that's leading to more revenue. And so like the, the bandwidth thing never bugged me about Wistia, but the fact that if I split a course up into 10 videos versus one video, that I was gonna pay 10 times as much for uploading that course, that didn't make sense to me. And um, that's part of what was bugging me quite a bit about Wistia. And then, you know, just increase that price fourfold, increase that price fourfold for every additional video that I upload. Well, that doesn't make sense to me, right? Um, and like what it all comes down to is as a business, um, especially if you're a SaaS like this, where the usage is scalable, uh, SaaS is software as a service, right? Um, especially where the usage is scalable, you need to find the right value-based pricing strategy, right? And um, there is nothing wrong with price scaling as usage scales, right? But if you get the metric wrong and it doesn't reflect the value that your customers are getting from you, number one, it's gonna be harder to sell people in in the first place unless you're like the only person in the market. But number two, number two, 
as soon as you try to do something like this, like raise the prices, um, it it's going to backfire on you like it's doing for Wistia right now, as far as I understand it, and certainly for me in particular. And so you figure out, like, what's the usage that matters? What's the usage that matters? And um, Slack, I think, is a great example of this because, you know, Slack has their, their free tier and Slack has their paid tier. Um, either way, they're tracking how many people are in a particular um, Slack workspace. But what they're tracking is how many people have been active in the last, and I didn't look this up beforehand, so I think it might be 28 days, it might be a month, I don't know what it is, right? Um, but how many users are active within some reasonable time period? So somebody, you're paying for Slack for your, uh, for maybe a community that you run or for your business. You get, you pay based on how many people are actually using it. You're not paying based on how many people are um, originally signed up as users to the channel but never log in. And that's going to reflect in Slack's actual costs, right? Because that's, that's the actual uh, usage that they're paying for. And so it makes sense. And people will happily pay for more active users. And I think that's just a great example, right? And you have to find your own. You have to find your own. Call to action for you then this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you want more content like this. Usually I'm talking about, you know, marketing, copywriting, business building. Sometimes that's about your offer. In fact, your offer is kind of the core to any successful marketing because if you're selling crap, maybe your marketing is going to work for a while. But if you want to build a really powerful, sustainable, long-term business, your offer has to really hit. And your offer has to be something that your customers are happy to spend money on. And so this is more of a business strategy uh, episode, but, but it's exactly what so many businesses need is a stronger offer. And um, yeah, so like and subscribe if you want more content like this. Don't forget uh, to ask yourself, like, how does this apply to you? How can you use this? And you can share in the comments below, like what your thoughts are, what your experience is, uh, what your insights and perspectives that you got from this are. Uh, in, in terms of how you can use it. Don't forget there is a link in the description to Spotlighter if you wanna check it out. Again, that's an affiliate link, so it comes with the disclaimer. Do your own research, figure out if it's a good fit for you. But you know, for me, it seems like it's gonna be the superior option to Wistia, um, and you know, uh, it's worth checking out there, right? Um, and I will also include a link to where those 350 or so videos are with 200 plus hours of content on marketing, copywriting, business, and build, building, and more. That's BTMS Insiders. It's my streaming library of copywriting and marketing courses. Those links are in the description. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. I'll see you again next time. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.